2: ho ho ho. welcome to the four corners podcast that's a horrible intro but this is shad here with matt and brad it's the christmas season we want to say thank you all for listening with us gentlemen how are you doing in this this yuletide season of the year
1: i'm doing quite well shad i'm eating a gingerbread cookie (laughs) right now yeah i'm drinking a mug full of peppermint (laughs) hot chocolate
2: you are just eat up with Christmas spirit. I'm sitting I here full of, of Christmas spirit. Cup of decaf and some Hawaiian punch because I'm a grown man. Uh, Brad, how are you?
0: Well, so I bought Shad a nice pair of Christmas shoes and he won one off of my head. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck was up with that.
1: We'll get to it. Christmas we'll shoes, bro. Oh, <laughs> that's a I can't oh, joke for Brad.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Let's do our shout outs real quick. First of all, are you scrambling for a Christmas gift for that wrestling fan in your life? Well, don't worry, Four Corners has the answer. Head on over to Collar and Elbow. That's collar and elbow for high quality wrestling gear that won't break the bank. And if you use the promo code Four Corners Podcast, that is the number four, Capital C and Corners, Capital P and Podcast, no spaces, you can save ten percent off of your order. Check it out, you won't be disappointed. Um, another shout out that we have here is our year end giveaway. We're going to be doing the giveaway. Here's how you enter comment on any of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, with your favorite episode from the year. Do you want to even explain why? That'd be cool too. (coughs) I will take all of the responses. I will number them and then I will throw them into a random number generator to pick our winner if you comment on all three of them, then you go in three times. So we'll be sending some stuff to you. That's gonna there's gonna be some DVDs, there's gonna be some shirts, there's gonna be some knickknacks, there'll be an autographed picture in it, all that kind of good stuff. So hit up social media accounts if you'd like to enter our giveaway. And then Matt, there's one other shout out we're gonna do, right?
1: That would be to Epico Cologne. He is the reason for the season.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I hope he has a fantastic (laughs) Christmas.
2: All right. We, tonight... Well, I'll tell you guys. I come from a household where... Have you ever been to one of those year-round Christmas stores? Yes. Yeah. Those places were built for people like my wife. My wife loves Christmas. It makes her so happy. There is one of those in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee that if I were to take her there and leave her for a weekend, she wouldn't even notice. She would be so happy. The first time I took her in there, she stood in the middle of the first room and did like the Disney princess arms out to the side slow troll with the smile on her face thing. That's how happy she was. And then again, that place is set up to look like it's out of Polar Express, and it's not like a Kmart that happens to have Christmas stuff on the shelves. So, but we are going to be talking about Christmas music specifically. I know last year we touched on it a little bit, but <clears throat> we are going to be talking about Christmas music stuff we like, stuff we don't like, and stuff we just hate. So I have a list made up. I think we're just kind of going to kind of bounce around. This list here. Are you guys ready to. Ready to. uh, Jingle them bells I guess.
0: I have my shocked Pikachu face ready.
2: (laughs) For what?
0: Hold on. I need a sound effect ready for. Okay.
2: Here's what I was going to do. Is I was going to start us off with just some. Some things that I like. We'd move into things. That I really like. And we can all kind of bounce off this together, and then we'll go into the stuff that I really hate, because that's probably what people are looking forward to hearing, right? Just the absolute garbage that goes on the airways. Um, so, are you guys ready to go?
0: As ready as I'll ever be.
2: All right, ready as we'll ever be. Matt gives us the the new dad, quiet, slow nod. I'm ready.
0: Well, I think Matt's currently thinking about the last time he slept, which probably has not been for <laughs> a few weeks.
1: Yeah, the the baby has um, been going through a period where she doesn't like to sleep at night, uh, which is not good because that, oh. <laughs> that's when you are supposed to sleep.
2: At least if you're not nocturnal, and I am not right. nocturnal. Right. So. Right. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. all right. So things that I just kind of like, I'm going to start off with one. I'm not sure how people are going to respond to this might be a controversial choice i myself kind of i have a soft spot in my heart for a lot of remixes and covers that kind of change genres you know because i think it's fun to listen to something familiar in a different way which is why i'm going to start with the christmas acapella band straight no chaser um i just think they're fun to listen to i'm not going to call them funny i'm going to call them amusing because you know it's, some of the jokes are kind of like, oh, okay, I expect you to make that. But, uh, you know, I do enjoy them, and there's got to be a lot of talent for them to synchronize all that stuff they do together, and they do a lot of live shows, too. Okay, I'm the only one. Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't know any of their stuff off the top of my head.
2: Uh, Christmas Can-Can, Who Spiked the Eggnog... Um, Okay, we'll just we'll skate on by that one, and I'll I'll recommend the folks at home to to look that up if they'd like a slightly amusing uh, Christmas listen. It's not like the if you guys remember the Crazy Christmas album that from the the late '80s that had some odd inclusions on it. Um,
0: Is that like the weird album <coughs> where Santa Claus murders all the elves?
2: That was the night Santa went crazy off the album Weird uh, Bad Hair Day in the mid '90s. So. Where I'm thinking of something else
0: that also uh, had Amish Paradise in
2: it, I believe it did have it did have Amish Paradise. Um, okay, another one I have, and this one instead of being a uh, a, a performance group is just a song. But the song in uh, in my head, I, I categorize Christmas songs as reason for the season songs, and then other. Uh, this falls in in the first category is the the Mary Did You Know song. Um, I like it. It's you know, it's it's nice. It's not overblown. It's you don't find a whole lot of people who are trying to, you know, over sing it. But it still sounds nice and is enjoyable.
0: I have to be in the right mood
2: for that one. Okay. Well, I, th- well, I think that's fair. You know, the
1: I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of christmas songs even though this this episode is just about <laughs> christmas songs
2: yeah.
1: um but there are some that i do like and the uh the pentatonics,
2: yeah version of,
1: version of mary did you know i actually like heard that like because like two years ago mm-hmm. i was uh we were doing christmas in in texas with my in-laws and they just had christmas music playing there must have been like a either a station or like a spotify playlist or something like that and that came on and i was like this is actually a good song Mm-hmm. or at least their cover of it is actually
2: a good song so. they they kill that song they they do a great job mm-hmm. and I think they are <laughs> like a Christian band I know they're an cappella group but I don't know about any other of their yeah I can't say I'm, I think
0: I, I've I heard don't. that version but I, I, I'm i not sure off the top of my head
2: I know that the, the bassist in that group has a voice that'll rattle glasses on a table <laughs> like that's how DP can go which just impresses the hell out of me. Uh, I don't know about anybody else, but... I can't okay. sing
0: worth a damn, so...
2: <laughs>
0: <coughs> you um, know, uh, I, I want to say, though, just talking about singing voices, so um, have have either of you watched The Masked Singer?
1: I have not. I'm aware of it. I've not watched it.
0: So my wife watches it, and... Um, One of them uh, this year is obviously Victor Oladipo from I think he's on the Pacers now. Do you know, Matt? I'm not sure. So he's an athlete, but he he's in this contest and he's actually a good enough singer that he's offed a couple of professional singers. Wow. Did albums like he knocked out one of the um, Destiny's Child people last week. Okay. Yeah. Like legit like really <coughs> good it's kind of interesting
2: that's what it sounds like um i don't i don't know <clears throat> the guy myself but that's yeah that's impressive
0: the, this show <coughs> is gonna come down to daughtry is on it i think is obviously like one of the singers on it and i think he's pretty much gonna win so mm. okay but they keep guessing wrong and it's like how do you not know like i don't even know his music but i know his voice
2: oh okay I I got nothing for you on that. I wish I had more to contribute so we could keep the line of conversation going. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, Other things on stuff that I just like. uh, Here's an old classic. Just have yourself a merry little Christmas by Bing Crosby. It's just, it's a nice, it's one of those that just, you know, feels like it fits and it's not overblown. And it's kind of nice and, and mellow and nice to listen to.
0: I Whenever I hear Bing Crosby singer, I hear his name. I think about Family Guy.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: I, I don't know that joke. Actually. I use
0: I use a bag of Valencia oranges because they don't leave a mark.
2: I thought that was Sinatra that said that. Are you sassing me, boy? <laughs> Yeah, Matt
1: knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm. Re- uh, Brad, you probably remember this. Like we we bring them up like all the time, but um, the Opie and Anthony bit about the Bing Crosby, David Bowie, Little Drummer Boy duet. Do, yeah. do you remember that? I think so. It was. I can. I can like send it to you after the show. It's just them, and of course Jim Norton like tooling on that, and uh, I can't really. Explain it in depth. There's a lot of what would be described as like homophobic jokes on the show, but it's it's kind of funny though. And there's a lot of Bing Crosby beating his children jokes oh, in that segment too. <laughs> oh,
0: <that's...
2: laughs> God, okay.
0: And to um, oh. so speak of ONA, A, there's always the sleeves like song that I played on. I think I played it on this show last year. <clears throat>
2: I don't remember. I I real. I wish I did, but I got nothing for
0: it. Matt knows what I'm talking about on that one, but.
2: What's that again? Say that again.
0: The the sleeves Christmas song that I was feeling pretty good. Damn it! it. I
1: this this (laughs) was that's actually like hilarious. You brought that up because I was going to bring that up later in the show. Hold on. See if I can get this to play. There's like a little bit of an intro. Like, oh, it's on YouTube. Here. you I was feeling pretty good, la 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 la. I was feeling pretty good, <laughs> la 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 la. Taking my time, on the la 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 la. Do you know it's actually like a haunting song? Yeah, it is. It's actually not a bad song.
0: But the the cartoons they make for it is always creepy because it looks <laughs> like he's like some mass murderer singing like in his blood soaked cabin in the woods. Yeah.
1: Okay. This is this is a sidetrack. Hold on, let me um. Let me see if I can pull this up really quickly. This is a sidetrack. But to me, Brad uh, uh, Mark Echo? Oh, he was This will always be the best sleeve song. You know, Do, My Do you remember this? Do you
2: remember this? I
0: remember one, it, but I um 13, I know I've heard it before.
1: You remember this part? When Ronnie starts talking. The you Sorry, there's like a lot of intro to this. I really should have this just like off the top of my head I decided to play this. Yeah,
0: you know, like you always like shorten that stuff in your head. Yeah.
1: Mighty horse
0: rocks yeah, I remember that.
1: Mighty Horse Rocks the Fat Ass. Yeah.
0: Right,
1: okay. It, uh, for You should play that. Uh, Chad, you should go on YouTube and just do Sleeves, Mighty Horse, and listen to it, and you're going to be like, what the hell is wrong with the people I do this podcast with? <laughs> it's the most surreal, bizarre song.
2: You say that like I don't wonder that periodically anyway. Oh, but... uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, Well, I will make a YouTube recommendation for you then. There is... I I don't know how big they've gotten. I used to follow them a lot more closely than I do now. There's a funk band called Here Come the Mummies that did a song called Secret Santa. I may have brought it up last year, but it is done in the Rankin-Bass style, like the whole music video is. So you have, like, the elves having a Christmas Eve dance party... And you have um, Rudolph getting drunk in the corner with a lampshade over his head. And Yukon Cornelius is there. And the Yeti shows up. All that kind of stuff. And it's a fun song. <coughs> okay, I've killed that line of the Is that the Christmas Critters?
0: Yes. It shows, like... This- It shows, for something I do, most of my best friends get um, a text message Christmas morning saying, Hail Satan. Oh, okay. Just because, you know, (laughs) that's the kind of sense of humor I have, and I think that's funny.
2: Right. I mean, I understand why, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Uh, Other stuff in the I like list. Um, Okay, here's one that... I don't think I've ever heard anyone speak poorly of, at least of the music, but the Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
0: If you've never been to the live show, the live show is amazing.
1: <clears throat>
0: really? It's worth it at least once because there's lasers and all sorts of like cool stuff. I went with my, my, my wife and her parents once. Like, I don't know if I'd ever go again, but I'm glad I went the one time.
2: That's what I've heard from my parents. I can't take my wife because my wife gets, um, you know, the light induced migraines.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of like smoke and stuff, too.
2: Yeah. But uh, I've heard that it's a really, really good live show. And I just I enjoy how the spin they put on the music. I like that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Can I throw one out there?
2: Yeah. You brought up Christmas
1: Critters. Oh, God. There is no Christmas yes,
2: yes, my God. God. Yeah, I was just playing that.
1: I ironically was playing that earlier today <laughs> when I was thinking about the the show tonight. I
2: love the piano piece. <laughs> so every December, I go to the Middle <laughs> East Hey there, Mr. Muslim. Merry fucking Christmas. Put <laughs> down the the Koran. and some holiday wishes. Well, I can't recommend this episode to my family, so. Uh,
1: <laughs> I that. Sorry, there is some salty. Language.
2: Also,
0: um, also, uh, Mister Mackey doing the Carol, Carol of, the of the Bells.
2: Yes, well, here's the thing: is a good Carol of the Bells performance is amazing, <laughs> and that's a pretty good Carol of the Bells performance, you know.
0: That that whole special, like the the dreidel song, like I I catch myself singing that all the time. <laughs>
2: You wouldn't have like, because that was pretty on early on in in South Park. You wouldn't expect them to be like a Christmas musical. They'd be like, "Yeah, that's good stuff." But
0: no, they're like musical nerds. Like, go watch, go yeah. watch the movie. Like, that is probably one of the best constructed musicals you'll ever
2: see. Oh yeah, it's absolutely a musical.
0: I think they even said like <laughs> the guy that did like Phantom of the Opera, like Le Miserables, was like, "That's one of the best musicals I've ever seen."
2: <laughs> I mean, right. they Andrew did... Lloyd Webber said that.
1: Yeah wow
2: you guys
1: have you guys seen um book of mormon
0: no it's on my to-do list
1: i haven't seen it yet i want to see it It sells out so quick
0: though
1: yeah they uh they did (laughs) i'm sure it's obviously not the original cast but they did um they did bring it to dc and my wife and i went and saw it like that is done i mean that was completely done by the south park guys Mm -hmm. and it's a real broadway musical it won like tony awards it's good it's funny the music is good. It's, it's, I mean, they know what they're doing. Like, they are accomplished. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. It, it's just early on in the career, you didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden they drop this on you. Like, wow, this is a surprisingly good Christmas special. Um, cause you can have some really god awful Christmas specials too. Well, they
0: have like, they have like three really good Christmas episodes. They have, uh, the Charlie Manson Christmas special. They have that one and then they have the <coughs> Christmas Critter special.
2: they have Santa over Baghdad too or oh, Ridley Yeah,
0: the, the, I forgot. I always forget about that one. Is that the one where Kyle has to kill Jesus for like to get no, out of the thing and he's kind of like
2: That's the Da Vinci Code one. Oh, okay. Uh, but it it features the line he shucks Santa's balls. <laughs>
0: The one, the one I drive, the one my wife and I quote all the time is the one about the Pope being a rabbit.
2: Yeah, that's the Da Vinci Code episode.
0: Oh, and my wife said that once as a joke to her mom, and her mom was like completely confused because she's like, "Is the Pope a <laughs> rabbit?" <laughs> and I'll sing that. I sing their little like <laughs> chant to the Pope, like the Hippodus Hopodus. <laughs> oh, I love South Park.
2: What? Easter's on its way. Um, let's see. Let me look at my list again, real quick.
0: God, I need to go watch the South Park Christmas specials.
2: Uh, oh, here is another one that, like, I'm going to kind of cheat because this something on it comes back later. But for a whole album I like, um, is the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas album. I don't know if you've ever heard it but
0: I'm, I'm not a Bare Naked Ladies fan
2: so but it I is it, 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 it is a really just it's a good Christmas album. The the stuff they cover they go back and forth between taking it seriously or not taking it seriously. <clears throat> There's some original stuff in there which I don't like as much that's why it's in the stuff I like category not the stuff I love category. But there is something on it I just absolutely love, which we'll get to here in a minute. But um I'll 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 put that one in on the, the stuff I like list. I, I recommend that one a lot.
0: This is one I used to hate, but it's grown <coughs> on me over the years, and it's really only um one version that I like, but the Earth the Kit version of Santa Baby's kind of grown on me the last mm-hmm. five ish years or so.
1: It's not
2: a bad song, actually.
0: No.
1: It's yeah.
2: not. Um the Madonna treating...
0: version is garbage, though.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to it. But it is a weird song in that treating Santa as a sugar daddy is kind of a weird thing for me to wrap my brain around.
0: And once, I, once I kind of, that, I think that was when I hang up with it for a long time. But once you realize she's just kind of being cheeky and
2: yeah. silly,
0: yeah. like it, you kind of like learn to, you kind of like grow to appreciate it.
2: Yeah, once you clear that hurdle, it's fine. It's just the first time I heard it, that threw me a little bit. And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh what What are we doing here exactly? And, and I'll it,
0: say, um, I'll say, I don't particularly care for the song and I don't like the Wham version, but Taylor Swift's version of Last Christmas, is that the superior version of that song?
2: We'll get to that one too. Oh my God. I think she
0: does a version of Santa Baby too if it's not terrible.
2: Right. It's you you're right. She does do a version of that and it's it's a very like poppy Taylor Swift kind of thing but that actually works in its favor of making it more innocent as opposed to uh, we'll get to it. God, it makes me gag. Some uh, we'll get to it. So can we go in,
0: Can we go into the section I'd like to call the um the cartoon songs is I would kind of think yeah, of as. sure, so let's let's start off with I think what we would what I would call a top five Christmas song, which would be "You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch,
2: oh absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's a great pick,
0: and there's so many incredible <laughs> things about that, like um. Like I wouldn't touch you with a 29 and a half foot pole and I would choose the seasick crocodile. Like I I find ways to incorporate that into daily life.
2: Yeah. Those are great lines. Um, Interestingly enough, the most recent Grinch movie that came out, they do that. It's, it's like, maybe it's Pharrell. I know Pharrell does like the narration on it, but maybe it's not him singing it. They use the line uh, you got termites in your smile. The Grinch in that movie has perfect teeth.
0: Dude, I had, so I just, my wife watched that because it's on, um, did we watch that on Disney now or is that on Netflix?
2: It's on Netflix.
0: So I watched it. I didn't think it was terrible, but there was something kind of soulless about the new one.
2: Mm-hmm. But it, a lot
0: of, yeah, 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 I
2: don't know. It It feels like so many other christmas specials
0: it feels like it feels like it has that problem i have with a lot of modern hollywood which is like this has been focused tested to yeah death, and like any personality <coughs> has been slowly beaten out of it because god forbid something be original or like you yeah. know
2: this checks all the boxes that yeah, we think this should have
0: doesn't have met doesn't have mass appeal to the point of being completely watered down and boring.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I agree with that because it's just so well, even the, the guest stars they have in it. Cause like Keenan Thompson is doing a voice in it, but it doesn't sound like Keenan Thompson's doing it. It sounds like he's doing a joke of himself.
0: Well, I was surprised that the Grinch was Benedict Cumberbatch because it really didn't sound like him.
2: Uh, I never would have thought it was. And if it doesn't sound like him, then why would you cast him to do it?
0: I mean, he's a good actor.
2: I guess, but he, he's not acting. He's doing it's voice a, work. It's
0: a kid's movie. I mean, who cares?
2: I, I think that kind of does a disservice to them though. What, why should, you know, why should we write off kids' stuff as just like, ah, it's kid stuff. You know, Wait, I, mean? I
0: mean, but think about the original Grinch. Do you, did you appreciate until you were, like, a teenager that that was Boris Karloff doing the... I didn't
2: know it was Boris Karloff, but, yeah, man, I totally bought, you know. I was in, like, ooh, you don't mess with this Grinch. Whereas, like, Jim Carrey and Benedict Cumberbatch like, oh, I'm wacky and I don't like Christmas. And I'm like, eh, uh, whatever. But and Boris I... Karloff, you're like, yeah, I don't mess with that Grinch.
0: I didn't care for the, <laughs> um, the Jim Carrey version, other than, like, the... His schedule.
2: <laughs> I can't cancel that again.
0: Solve world hunger. Tell no one.
2: <laughs> I remember you mentioned that last year that I got a big kick out of that too. I chuckle every time that comes on. Cause my oldest child likes to watch the Grinch movies at Christmas. Um, <coughs> but. Uh, <clears throat> oh, okay. Another um, animated one to throw in there. Uh, Linus and Lucy from the, uh, from, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: I prefer the Christmas time, uh, song from that special.
2: Yes. I picked Linus and Lucy because it's more iconic, but they're both really good.
0: Which one's the Linus and Lucy? Lucy, Is that just like the Charlie Brown music? It's
2: the piano. The that's see, that's I, called uh, Linus and Lucy.
0: See, I, I, that, that's a really good piano chorus, but I, I tend to think of that as like the, um, just the Peanuts theme. Okay. Not huh? necessarily a Christmas thing, but I know they play it on the air.
2: Uh, I, okay, that's a fair enough point.
0: So then I would say uh, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's uh, songs would be the Burl-Eyes version, obviously, which yeah, is good. And then um, Frosty the Snowman, the Jimmy Durant version. Okay. And then, do they play the Silver <coughs> thing from Rudolph? Yeah,
2: the, the burl Ives snowman sings it at one point.
0: Yeah, so that, those, I think those are all three good ones.
2: It's been a while since I've heard some of them. I, I have... Uh, uh, just I'll go ahead and because <clears throat> the Wham last Christmas is on my hate list. I'm uh, there's there's some friends of mine that are doing what they call the <clears throat> the the Whammas challenge, which is where you just try and avoid hearing the song out in the wild.
0: A guy from PWO was telling me that um was was doing that, but he was calling it Whamageddon.
2: Okay, that's right whamageddon is the name on it Uh, i couldn't remember the the exact name but um yeah and and the the reason it's out in the wild is so that you don't just have you know your your a-hole roommate play it to ruin you at some point like you know it's got to be an organic thing and if if you fail you go to uh because you fell trying to avoid it or something like that but (coughs) oh Yeah. It's a terrible it, song. It's ter it's awful. What what is the rede- what's supposed to be redeeming about this?
0: Now where where's
2: the good stuff in
0: Now I will say um there is there's one Christmas song that was ruined for me by a movie. So Do You Hear What I Hear? Yeah. Makes me think about the mom and gremlins like going through the house.
1: <laughs> because of
0: and the gremlin attacking her in the christmas tree because i think that's the song that was playing oh like, okay that they one of them turned like the radio on or something <clears throat> so anytime that that plays and there's one other song that plays i think it's like the christmas time i i don't i don't know this there's another one that's like from the beginning of that movie that makes me think about gremlins
2: okay that, yeah,
0: there's 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 a specific song. I think it is. Do you hear what I hear? And that's no,
1: not that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is one that you may have referenced there that will show up on my list later. So we'll we'll get to it. Um, let me see. Where where my list at? Um, I, I'm not. Doubt- Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, Chad. It's okay.
1: Uh, I was just going to interject, like, Brad, that was for you, because I recall I actually listened a while back to our Christmas-themed show from last year, and yeah. Brad was like, technically, Gremlins is a Christmas movie, and it blew my mind. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. <laughs> you're right, it is a
2: Christmas movie.
0: So is Die Hard. True. But yeah, People I, I are consider- like gremlins to be a christmas movie
2: people are oddly like hill to die on when it comes to the die hard thing it's like i get it yeah it takes place at christmas sure it'd be that's that's a christmas movie but like the the level to which they're willing to plant their flag in the ground and and say no further is kind of surprising on it you know
0: for against that for that hill
2: four is what i typically encounter I don't typically encounter people against it that are that that feel say, strongly.
0: I would I, I think I think Gremlins has a stronger argument that you can't deny it as a Christmas movie than Die Hard does.
2: I I think it ties in more with what's going on in Gremlins than it does cuz if well, in Die Hard if you were just to just replace it with another popular holiday you could probably make it work.
0: You can't with Gremlins. Gremlins has to be Christmas.
2: Right. Okay. Um, Okay. Matt, you brought up, or Brad, you brought up animated stuff. I'm going to go, I guess you could call it animated adjacent, kind of. But I love all of the music out of this. And there's, there's three I'll even refer to specifically. But the Muppet Christmas Carol... I love all the stuff in it, and it is the most accurate telling of A Christmas Carol I've seen. Since they have Gonzo acting as the narrator, as Charles Dickens, they are able to do all that narration. The dialogue in it is primarily from the book, and Michael Cocaine does a wonderful job. But it's if, if, if you're going to talk about Michael Cocaine, you have to say it the way you're supposed to say it, which is My Cocaine. So you can say his name properly. (laughs) But, um, the three songs I love, uh, the song of the ghost of Christmas present is feels like Christmas. That's a wonderful song. I love that. Um, tiny Tim song, uh, bless us all. And Scrooge's song at the end, thankful heart. Like I, I just love all of those. They're wonderful. They make me happy. It's It's like just brimming with Christmas spirit. Um, I love those.
0: I've got one for you.
2: And... <laughs> ah! I'm Mister White Christmas. I'm Mister Snow. I'm Mister Ice. Sorry, I almost started singing along with that. Um, <laughs> and we don't want that to happen.
0: That's one of my. That's actually one of my top like, um, Christmas specials too but that's uh, that's always a fun little one gets stuck in your head kind of catchy they don't play <laughs> it on the radio but they should
2: yeah yeah um, yeah that's, for me when I'm going to have a Christmas movie hill to die on it's going to be Muppet Christmas Carol is the best one I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, he had just gotten married about a year ago and he sat down to watch uh, Muppet Christmas Carol with his wife and she was like I don't really like Christmas Carol. He's like, well, that's okay. She goes, I don't really like the Muppets either. And he said, I sat there. And I thought about what kind of monster I had attached myself to. <laughs> so let's, what do you let's think uh, the valid question.
0: So this is what I'm saying right now. We've been far too positive on this episode. Let's get into some hate.
2: You want to get in some hate? Can I wrap yes. up? Uh, okay. We'll steer it back to stuff that I really love later in order to rinse it out. All right, let's get in some hate. We mentioned earlier Madonna doing Santa Baby. Eartha Kitt even mentions, you know, I used to have a lot of fun doing this song until Madonna did a version of it. You Madonna's know, This is
0: like so half-assed.
2: It's half-assed. It, it, it's like Madonna thinks that everybody still thinks that is she is as attractive as she was perceived to be in like 1983. So she does everything that way. And it doesn't work, right? But she's like, and it sounds, it's, okay, how can I best, it sounds like an eighth grade girl doing what she thinks is supposed to be like attractive and cutesy. But just makes you gag when you hear it. Am I off base when I say this?
0: I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, I can't remember the wording, but South Park, like, when Kenny, like, ripped her to shreds when he was dying, I think is what you're trying to get at.
2: (coughs) I don't remember that, but I'm going to take your word for it.
0: I mean, she talks with a fake British accent that Uh she tells you a lot.
2: Yeah. God bless.
0: And she talked with a fake, like, New York accent before that, (laughs) because I think she's from, like, Detroit, isn't she?
2: I don't know. I try not to know much about Madonna.
0: It's probably for the best.
2: <laughs> I think no, that's it's a, just a little it, bit that
0: way. It, like there's songs of hers from the '80s I like, but that version of Santa Baby, like, I don't. Why even do it if you're gonna just do it so terribly?
2: I'm pretty sure that's how she does everything now.
0: Yeah, pretty sure.
2: Although even her fans, in- even her fans going to her concerts are turning on her. Because she's showing up late in no condition to perform, and they're pissed. And she's like, oh, well, isn't that too bad? And they're like, we're your hardcore audience, and you're pissing on us. How do you think this is going to turn out? Wow, Not she's like we talked about that before or anything. She's
0: taking the Axl Rose uh, path to fame and fortune.
2: Yep. Pretty much. What were you going to say, Brad? You were going to throw I was
0: going to say... Um, I'm going to throw one out there I dislike, and I've decided I decided a couple years ago I really dislike this one. It's a mashup, the Frank Sinatra, Cyndi Lauper, um, Santa, but, but, <coughs> I don't remember the title of the song. You know, the he sees you when you're sleeping, like blah, 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 that one. Santa Claus is
2: coming to town?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Don't like that one.
2: Uh, I don't think I blame you, because that does not sound like a stylistic match. Yeah, it's not that's, good. That sounds pretty bad. Matt, do you have a gag that you would throw into this?
1: Uh, one that I hate. Absolutely yeah, hate. Uh, I've never liked the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Okay. I think that's an awful song. Um, but it's gotten even cringier With
2: because. The newer are you talking yes. about the John Legend version?
1: Yeah, they, they uh. read John Legend and Kelly Clarkson did like a a new version of it yeah and the lyrics have been revised because obviously like it's considered that the last that the original version is too uh rapey um too like uh sexual assault ish i don't know i hate the original so i can't say like i love you know
0: the original original, (coughs) i've i don't i don't like it but i've i've grown to appreciate to appreciate the original for some like some clever things they did in there that I'd never realized. Like, um, and it's gotten changed like numerous times because they took the cigarette thing out a long time ago, which is, you know, yeah, the same thing. But there's a line in there that I, I laughed at the first time I heard it because I, I listened to that song probably a hundred times before I heard it. But when she's like, he's like, he's like, I just feel terrible if you got pneumonia and died. <laughs> and I, I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. <coughs>
2: The line everyone has a problem with is the line, what's in this drink? And it, like, I made that joke 20 years ago, but it's, in the time frame, that was the, like, I don't have a good modern comparison, but it was kind of the YOLO. It's like, oh, man, I can't believe I did that. And the you would pick something up and go, "Woo, what's in this drink? is like, that's the excuse. Like, this drink is stronger than I thought it was, so I've done some weird stuff now. That's what it's supposed to be, is like a playing off... But everyone's like, "Oh, there's rohypnol in it." It's like you know they didn't have rohypnol. Like, you. Well, I
0: think I think the problem is is people need to realize like something because that's probably what like sixty years old now, seventy years old.
2: Yeah, it's the original.
0: Like it's it was a completely different time. Like there's nothing like. There's nothing rapey about it. She just she wanted to stay, but she didn't want the neighbors to think she was a slut. Like that's the whole point of that. There's
2: there's it it, it's it's flirtatious, and there's lots of um (laughs) context that's missing for it. But we have to look through everything through the lens of today's values and project our values onto everything, so that we have to just erase everything that's not. Um, that doesn't align with it so no one gets offended and it's like you you do realize you know what never mind
0: yeah. but the, that's one I agree with I agree with Matt I don't really like <coughs> the original one but I don't know how like they took a song I don't like and each successive like remake of it somehow makes it even worse
2: okay here's a version that didn't make when Will Ferrell and Dewey Zooey Deschanel did a version of it In Elf, it didn't make it worse. It was just, it didn't kind of enter as this is a bad thing. It was just kind of a, they're just kind of singing together thing, is how it came across. Oh, someone's going to get a hold of this and get so pissed at us. Um, Whatever. But that makes me hate it even more. Okay, let me see. Hate list, hate list, hate list. We already mentioned Wham last Christmas. Yes, which which has all the edge of a a box of cotton balls to it. But
0: the Taylor Swift version is acceptable.
2: The the Taylor Swift version is better, and I can't really put my finger on. You know what? I think I'm, the Taylor Swift version doesn't sound so overwrought. Yeah. The Wham version just sounds. Oh, it's it's like that person that that gets an opportunity to sing a solo in church, and they try to stretch it out and making more than it is. And you're just like, ugh. And the Taylor Swift version like condenses it down a little bit.
0: I, I have one. I don't know the name of it, and I don't know. I know it's like a bunch of 80s stars singing it, but that one about Christmas in Africa.
2: The Live Aid? Yes.
0: Yes. Because like, mm-hmm. cause they're like, do they even know it's Christmas at all? It's like, they probably don't even celebrate Christmas in Africa, dumbass.
2: <laughs> they Well, okay. Here. Here's the lines for you. There's no snow except for on the top of the mountains that they had. They do have those there. Like, go look at a picture of Kilimanjaro. What's there? It says no rain or rivers flow. The longest one in the world, the Nile River, is in Africa. It comes yeah. out of Lake Victoria, which is a huge flipping lake. And you it's, know where that lake comes from? Other
0: rivers. Well, and the problem, too, is it is... It is literally the probably the the biggest continent in the world. Like it's going to have different like environments yeah. in it.
2: <laughs> um, and I know there's Catholics and Methodists in 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 Africa and guess what? They're aware of the calendar. So they know, but it's a bunch of people getting together to harp at you and preach at you about not doing stuff. And then they hop in their their high end sports cars and go home, right?
0: What is that song even supposed to be about? Like, do you you know? I I think it's
2: supposed to be about raising money for a famine that happened in. I
0: thought maybe it was like a live aid, like, like (laughs) sequel or something. I don't know. I just I hate that song because it's just like they're singing stuff, and you're just like you realize like there's cultural differences, right? And like this, like this is. (coughs)
2: Well, and nobody know. sounds like they want to be doing it.
0: Well, it's like it's like you're singing about something, and you sound like the biggest idiot because you're you sound like an ignorant buffoon, like about like their culture.
2: Just the phrase "no rain or rivers flow" is enough. Oh my God, Matt, you were gonna say something? They're please. like
0: they're like two steps away from the <laughs> Mister Garrison song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Matt, please go with it, man.
1: I was uh I was gonna say like to to take a step back. If you're gonna mention Last Christmas, you're you're stepping on one of the favorites of good friend of the show and my storyline brother, Christy Patrillo, <laughs> Zach Malibu. He he loves Last Christmas unironically, and I think he owns like every version of that. You like, know, he what? has he has it downloaded somewhere. Like every cover, everything, every version of that <laughs> song that has been done. I think he
2: has it somewhere on his like. Pod, on he, his, he's uh, got
0: to live the gimmick, iPod. man. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Matt, you were already kind of going to come to Kentucky and fight with me anyway. Just bring him along. We'll get all this done in one go. (laughs)
1: Uh, Arthur, can I throw another one out there that I hate?
2: Yes, go for Um,
1: it. So I'll throw out two. Um, One I didn't like. These, These are both Beatles related. Okay. Uh, so I don't like the John Lennon. So this is Christmas. I think it's overwrought. It's like it's such a try hard, like <laughs> stupid song about the people who are like <laughs> disadvantaged. And it's like I get it. There are poor yeah. people out there. There are rich people. There's the haves and the have-nots. Like I get it. Like I, don't, I feel it's like heavy-handed and overwrought. I don't like yeah. it. Um, a song that I. I have never really liked, but in a weird way has started to grow on me is Paul McCartney's simply having a wonderful oh, Christmas that song. One.
0: I don't like
2: that one. That yeah, one's I, on my hate
1: list. I, I can't, I can't say you're wrong because it is a, it's, it's almost grating, but in a weird way I've, I've started to have like Stockholm was, syndrome. Yes. Yeah, that was the term I was looking for. I've, I've started to have like Stockholm syndrome with that song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i've kind of started to enjoy it oh so
0: I, I man, have to admit, we gotta get I, you
2: out and we gotta I, we gotta take care of you
0: i do like the john lennon song um i will out myself as that i will say though that there seems to be a proliferation of remakes of it and man. all of them but the shinedown remakes suck
2: Shine Down did that
0: yes shinedown did a very good version of it check it out after this show but there's a bunch of other ones and they like sing it too fast like the inflections wrong like there's a really there's really a lot of bad wow that. okay the shinedown version is good though because they they understand like how to like do a version of that song but kind of keep it <coughs> acceptable tone with it
2: okay <clears throat> all right you got brad you've been trying to wind me up for this one here it comes.
0: Hold on. Give me one
2: second. <clears throat> Don't you dare.
0: Okay. Ready? Set.
2: Yeah. The Christmas
0: shoes. <laughs> 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 I had that damn thing queued up for like the last 30 minutes of waiting for it.
2: Thank you for some levity to talk about this godforsaken waste of tape. Here's how bad that here's how much I despise this song. Like I open a window in incognito mode to make sure to check the lyrics and make sure I'm not off base anywhere. And I'm ashamed that it would be in a browsing history of an incognito window. Like oh my oh my god. The first time I heard this on the radio, I came in it's like <clears throat> just just like some point during the refrain and I got stuck on the visual like, the storyline of the song is this guy is out buying Christmas presents. <clears throat> and he comes across this little boy who's dirty. Hey, who, basically every code word you can think of for, for, like, Oliver Twist or something. He's a street orphan. And he's wanting to buy these shoes for his mom who's going to die. And the line is, I want mom to look beautiful when she if mama meets Jesus tonight. And it's like I got stuck on the idea of losing my mom. So that tore me up like I have not. My mom is is still with us. But the idea of losing her tore me up. And then the next time I heard that song, I was like, oh, this I don't want. And then I realized. Do you hear this manipulative? This manipulative crap?
0: So, like Shad, okay, I, I have a question for you.
2: oh God I'm I've, you go ahead because once this train starts rolling, I'm not gonna stop.
0: okay, so obviously you dislike the song. so if you were in this situation, would you DDT the child or would you power bomb the child? To neither teach them a one valuable this,
2: this poor kid didn't my problem is not with the kid here. It's a kid trying to do what he thinks is the right thing. okay, the kid's fine. My problem is with this jackass who's standing here thinking that this is all about him, and he's he's not getting a DDT or a power bomb. I'm mm, he, he, I, he's he's catching a pile driver on the self checkouts. What's going to happen? <coughs> okay, so th- it starts out with the line: "It was almost Christmas time, and he's off buying presents." And he's like, "I'm not really feeling it." It's like, "Congratulations, you're like everybody else." And then he comes across this boy who's wanting to do this. And he describes him. Describes this boy as looking poor, basically. And then we have the refrain. I want to buy these shoes for my mom. And I'm afraid she's going to die, so I want her to look pretty on it. It's just like first of all, just the way that <laughs> that this whole song is done is horrifically overwrought. And it sounds like it should be on a christian radio station because it's bland and it's there's nothing interesting in the sound of it oddly enough it's done by a group called new song who made music for christian radio so it already doesn't have anything going for it so he's standing there watching this kid wanting to buy him and the cashier counts it out and the cashier's like look i'm sorry there's not enough and the kid turns to this guy and is like can you help And so the guy, instead of, the guy has to be asked. He's not just like, oh, God, let me do something for this kid. the kid asks him, and he takes the money out, and he, here's the thing. He said, there's a line in the song. By the way, apparently it's Christmas Eve. Never mind the first line is, it's almost Christmas time. These are not the same thing. If you were to say, it's almost Christmas day, then we'd be fine. But no, we can't do that, because we'd have to put a little bit of thought into how we're writing this. (laughs) And then, so he does this. Here's the before the 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 last repetition, of the chorus. Here's the line. <clears throat> I knew God sent the little boy to remind me what Christmas is about. Do you understand how self involved, how self centered, how selfish the very idea of this is? He didn't. The fact that God had this kid's mom die, and he sta- he's his kid's mom is dying, or he thinks he's dying that's the premise of the song, staying in front of you to remind you of what Christmas is about? What kind of backwards-ass freshman philosophy theology is this supposed to be in the idea that this is magic genie Jesus who's just going to, or Santa Claus Jesus, who's just going to bring you what you want when you need it instead of it being this kid needed help and was put around someone who could help him? No, never mind. This song's all about me and what I needed to know. Never mind that the implication is That God killed this kid's mom in order to make you feel happy about Christmas? What is this horseshit? And then it ends. Listen to this. This is how it ends. It ends with kids singing the chorus. And a little girl sings the last line. But it was a little boy buying the shoes just so we can have maximum manipulative potential. Oh my God. I had someone once look at me and go, "Why don't you like this song?" I said, "This is not a rabbit hole you want to go down." But this is our podcast, and a lot of this episode was predicated on me getting this rant out. So all you all at home, boycott this damn song. It's horrible. It's embarrassing. If you if you yeah. <laughs> It's killing me apparently. <laughs> Holy shit, where's the Tylenol? I ended that with a nice Christmas vacation reference. So I just, I, I don't, I don't even, like, Matt, I think you're there. Brad might have left because he's like, no, nah, in the time it takes Shad to get done with this, I think I can go cook a roast and I'll be back before he's done. But there was a lot of passion in that. I, it's I was, horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I bad. Did. I've
0: been sitting here doing the pee-pee dance in my chair for like the last 10 minutes. so I I knew Shad had had some rage in him, so I (laughs) slipped away to go pee.
2: The idea that this guy's theology, who incidentally is a professional artist on this topic, his theology was, this was done just for me, is the kind of thing that embarrasses me as a person of faith it's the kind of thing that enrages me, and in how infantile it is, and it gets played on the radio every year.
0: I just find it a little overly sappy, personally. I don't really like that overly too,
2: sappy thing. That too, it's all of these things, and when it's 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 like Voltron, when you put them all together, it's worse than all the pieces that are already bad.
0: Well, unless there's that time you like kills Sven and then they have to get a princess to like take over the blue lion.
2: <coughs> Sorry, I have like put this whole thing in the ditch with my rant. Now I've. Uh...
0: I need to get you. I need to like call you tomorrow so I can hear your blown out voice in case you.
2: <laughs> God. And I'm supposed to do youth group with my church tomorrow. Can you? I'm going to be there, and they're going to be like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, I expressed an opinion about a Christmas song. Which one? Let's not talk about that.
0: Yeah, because people really love that song. I'm just...
2: <coughs> they're wrong. I,
0: I, um, I have one that's... Well, I have a couple of ones that are a little more novelty-ish. Okay. So, um, I absolutely <coughs> love, love, love the Muppets 12 Days of Christmas Oh yeah. And I also love it's well it's actually the same song essentially, The Veggie Tales Twelve Polish Days of Christmas.
2: I need to look that one up. I haven't heard it yet. I have not heard that one, no.
0: That one's a fun little little <laughs> romp. But um I I had I still do love them to a degree, but some of the Veggie Tales songs are highly amusing.
2: Yeah. Um, to... Especially
0: like I sing it in the car some mornings, with the Mister Lunt Cheeseburger song.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did not. I would not have expected you to to be invoking Veggie Tales, Brad.
0: Meh. what can you
2: do? Uh, it, it's okay. I just didn't expect it. you. You brought up the Muppet Twelve Days of Christmas. That actually comes off the Muppet Muppets and John Denver Christmas Together album which was always the marker in my house for when the season really started cuz mom had it on vinyl and she would put it on the turntable and play it <clears throat> and that's how you knew it was really christmas time in our house i love that whole i love most of that album <laughs> so Matt, what do you
0: guys what do you guys yeah. prefer in your advent calendars do you prefer chocolate or some sort of gummy Thing, or booze Since we're talking to Matt too
1: Yeah I like booze <laughs> They have like
0: I a sh- bourbon one I think I, I was hearing some No it was whiskey I was listening to a commercial on the radio And they had a whiskey advent calendar mm.
1: I was actually super sad Because their uh, Costco of all places Was selling a beer advent calendar mm-hmm. And it was like Actual German beers Like from Germany Like from breweries in Germany, and Germany it, I know you guys don't really drink But German beer to me is some of the best beer out there, and uh, I didn't buy it because when I saw it in Costco, it was like September, and I'm like, There, I'm not, I can't justify buying like a Christmas advent calendar <laughs> in like mid September. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went looking for it uh, like a couple weeks back, and yeah, it definitely sold out like nationwide. Oh, wow, and like oct- by October, I think it was sold out. <laughs> so it's like there was no chance I was going to get that, so I was out. Of my beer advent calendar, so I was quite. I set. know
2: that they're more online that you can order, but I don't know how much they cost. They're uh, kind of cost prohibitive. They're they're oh. a lot.
1: Okay. The, I, would
0: the, I, would I would imagine the, that's a couple hundred for like.
1: Eh, it's not quite that much, but it can be at least a hundred. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're thinking about it, like twenty—that's like twenty-four beers, a hundred bucks. Like that's a little pricey, but.
0: Is it like a full-sized beer, or is it like a smaller?
1: No, it's like twelve ounces. It's okay. regular size. Twelve to sixteen, I guess.
0: It's it's reasonable.
2: Um the only radio show that's really worth listening to around here, they they've got one of the personalities on it working through one of those. So uh Okay. Just to bring it back from my rage fest. <laughs> Other stuff that I really one of my favorite Christmas song performances is from that bare naked lady lady's Christmas. It's they do uh, a, a combination with uh, Sarah McLaughlin and it is a, they mix we three Kings with uh, star of wonder and it is excellent. I love it so much. It might be my favorite song to hear um, at Christmas time. Like my favorite Christmas song to hear. But you guys don't really listen to them, so that's that That makes it a little more difficult.
0: I'm more of a, you know, honestly, like, if I'm being honest, the kind of Christmas songs I actually like, I tend to like the older, more classic, like, carols that would, like, predate, like, radio and stuff.
2: Okay. I do like have that, some of those on my list as, as things I really love.
0: Or things sung on the, um, like, stuff sung on the, um... Oh crap! We talked about it last year—the the claymation special with the dinosaurs. Oh, I know you guys yeah. know the name.
2: Yeah. Well, it's claymation Christmas.
0: Okay, I thought the, I thought they they had had a more.
2: My wife has it on DVD. <laughs>
0: I watched it on YouTube last year after our um, our jaunt down that special.
2: Ah, gotcha. Um, it is. Uh... <clears throat> it is. I do. Um, okay. So, so just classic Christmas carols. I like. Probably one of my, probably my favorite is probably Silent Night. <clears throat> just, it, you can. There's so many different ways you can do it. I enjoy it. It's. I like the idea of the the song about the peaceful, quiet of the that night and all that kind of stuff. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, that one's I, that would be towards the top of my list too.
2: What do you think, Matt?
1: Uh, yeah, I like that one. I, can I go back to one that I hate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is this might be um, controversial because I think a lot of people do like this, but I've always hated like the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song.
2: Oh, really? I don't like
1: it. Yeah, I never liked it. And there's some people who think it's like hilarious and love it, but I, I never cared for it.
2: Uh, I suppose that's fair I, I never thought about it as hilarious I thought about it as, as I don't a like things. the
0: voice he uses for that
2: Oh okay I call it his hoopy doobie voice I
0: Cause like I, I, I'm not a huge Adam Sandler guy But as far as like songs he sang Like the only one I've ever cared Much for And it's more because of Chris Farley Is the lunch lady song
2: <laughs>
0: And that's only because of like like pantomiming with it so
2: no okay
0: yeah but i've I've never been i've never been big on adam sandler like i didn't like billy madison that much i think the only movie he ever did that i i really enjoyed a lot was happy gilmore
2: okay i i definitely think happy gilmore is better than billy madison (laughs) um Uh, other ones that I really like, that I love, um, we already mentioned Carol of the Bells, uh, Hark the Herald is another one I really like, I like that one a lot, just because you can have, whereas Silent Night, you can have a very nice, understated one, Hark the Herald is like the opposite, about the, the wonderful proclamation, and the joyous proclamation of what it's supposed to be, I, I like both of those.
0: I, I like I like that one as well.
2: <coughs> Matt's gotten real quiet on us. that's okay. Stuff happens. Um and so it, it, I think the biggest thing I run into Oh uh another one that I've enjoyed that I I forgot to mention. Um <laughs> I know what I to as soon as I heard that singing, I was like, that's the animated series one. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, that, <laughs> I, that's, all, that's my favorite version of that, or Bart doing it.
2: Yeah, I don't think he, Bart even compares on it. No. But... um the um, and
0: I think we played that last year, so now it's a tradition.
2: It's a tradition. I'm okay with that as a tradition. The um, the other one I was going to say that I I think I found after um, after our thing last year because we M- Matt and I talked a little bit about um, it's a song that they cover in the Mur- Bill Murray Christmas special, but I think it's the Fairy Tale of New York.
1: That is still my favorite Christmas song of all time. Actually, I played, I, like- that for, I played that for my wife tonight, and she's like, "This is your favorite?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah," uh, because we had a whole discussion, my wife and I, and it's like they're they're really Christmas songs. Oftentimes fall into kind of two categories. There's like the there's a lot of like the the cartoonish, as you said, like jingle songs. Yeah, where it's all like kind of happy and upbeat. <laughs> or there's like the dark, depressing, gloomy. <laughs> christmas themed songs and that's very like in the latter category mm-hmm. and that's kind of why i like it um plus the pogues are awesome but that's my favorite one <laughs> it's just a dark song when when the bill when bill murray did it yeah did they do the full song Do they edit they
2: didn't it? do it's... the full song okay um, they didn't do the full song a lot in that special mm-hmm. but the way that they do it i really enjoy because it's a um the phrase I'm looking it's it's done in a way that is, how can I combine it? You take Wistful and Maudlin and put them together, and that's their performance. And I know the original is kind of a bit more upbeat, in terms of tempo anyway. Mm. But I just, I like the way they did it. In a, not the same, but a similar kind of vein, um, the Dropkick Murphys did a song called Christmas Where I'm From. And it's about how much the dude hates Christmas with his family, and because uh, he, he he talks about just how awful it is to have his family at his house. <laughs> and um, if you haven't heard it, it's there's a good there's a good YouTube video that goes with it. But uh, you know the refrain is, but they call it Christmas where I'm from. And it's it's a lot of fun to listen to, uh, <clears throat> so I've got to I've got to really encourage you to look that one up. Fairy Tale in New York. You like that one? You probably like Christmas, where I'm from too. So,
0: so I have one that is actually a legitimate favorite. I heard a couple years ago for the first time, and everyone's going to raise an eyebrow and be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Consider it um, raised. So. Um, um, it's a it's a cover of O oh come all ye faithful and it's done by Twisted Sister.
2: Interesting. You had my interest, now you have my attention.
0: They did a whole Christmas album.
2: Hmm. <sighs> Steven they played, oh, it, yeah. they played
0: it at a hockey game one year and I'm like, huh like, uh that's actually kind of good.
2: <laughs> um that I, I have my suspicions about that. Like Stephen Colbert did a song as a joke at one point that was I'm making a, it's basically I'm making a Christmas song. So I get royalties for the rest of my life. Um, And I wonder how many people do that. But Twisted Sister, oh, come all you faithful. Huh? I'm going to yes. look that up after we get done.
0: There's a couple other like kicking around like on the tip of my tongue, but I can't like think of them. I guess uh, <coughs> I know we kind of talked about it, but um. Well, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different direction. These did show up on a couple of cartoons, but I'm very fond of any Christmas song that Elvis has done.
1: Really, uh, like Blue like, here Christmas.
0: Comes, uh, Blue Christmas, and he, I think his version of Here Comes Santa Claus. Here Comes Santa Claus is the best version.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting.
0: I'm not like an Elvis fan or anything, but his his um his versions of stuff I usually enjoy.
2: Uh, that's fair. I, I just never considered it. I guess.
0: Anything anything Frank Sinatra did, I I usually kind of like not so much Dean Martin. Okay. Dean Martin usually falls short for me for some reason.
2: Oh, fair enough. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, you know what would have made this easier is if I'd actually pulled, I I, I made an uh, a Christmas playlist on our Amazon account so that I could not hear, okay, for example, there's a lot of people that really hate the Mariah Carey Christmas song. I don't typically mind it too much, but there's a breaking point where when I hear it enough, I just don't want to hear it anymore. You
1: know, that's a, good, uh, that's a good one to bring up. Because I actually think it's a good song. Yeah. But it is, it can be really overplayed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Although I will give her credit. Like, I mean, a lot of these songs that we're talking about, if you think about it, they're like 30, 40, 50 plus years old. Mm-hmm. And
0: they've so, been redone like 8,000 times. Yeah.
1: So it's. Mariah Carey is the last kind of Christmas, mo- like modern Christmas song. Although
2: at this point, it's probably like a twenty-year-old song. It, right? It's twenty years old, but yeah, but that's kind of like
1: the last one that I can think of that's basically like a staple now.
2: Yeah, it's been elevated to the yeah. pantheon of Christmas. Um, oh, I'm gonna. There's that's lots... the thing
0: with it though is it really feels out of place, especially on the radio, because you have all this stuff that you know even if someone new singing it, it does feel its age and hers hers is like really just out of place because it doesn't have that same.
2: Uh-huh. Kind it does of like,
0: but it really hasn't been remade yet either. I'm kind you know, I think once it gets remade once or twice, it'll feel
2: like, Oh, the there's going to be some shine off those remakes because that song is, well, it's a Mariah song. So it's tailored around her ability to hit that register. Um, let me see. I was looking for any uh, other stuff that <laughs> it's it's not. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Christmas is also the time of year when Michael Bublé is let out of his cage.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I don't like his stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I have good. I have good. I have two. I have two good ones that are more on the comedy side that are absolute favorites of mine. Like All one right. is. One is one is in my probably top 10 is I want a hippopotamus for Christmas.
2: It's funny. I hear whenever someone brings that up, they either love it or they hate it. I never hear anybody on the in-between.
0: If you hate it, there's something wrong with you.
2: There's another person I won't be sending this podcast to.
0: (laughs) And then the other one is about the kid that's like, I ain't getting nothing for Christmas because someone snitched on him. Just about this kid that's like totally like a little terror and isn't getting anything for Christmas.
2: I've heard that one before, but I can't put my finger on it.
0: I don't know the name of it, and I they don't really <coughs> play it much, but yeah. I, I have a I have a fondness for both of those. More so the hippopotamus song.
2: Man, I don't know how I feel about that one. It's it's a weird it's a it, it's an odd song to enter into the the lexicon, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, I agree.
2: Let's see. Oh, this was one of a favorite of my wife's. This was an album put together by Bob Rivers called "Twisted Christmas," and it was it was basically full of um, novelty songs. So the twelve pains of Christmas, each one is each twelve <laughs> is people complaining about something that might be christmas related the chimney song there's something in the chimney we don't know what it is it's basically about santa gets stuck in the chimney and dies but it's a little comedy song sung by a little kid
0: Ooh, is it is it based on gremlins
2: no it predates gremlins oh, that's how gremlins old it is from that. yeah um let me see there's one on there that's uh i'm dressing up like santa when i get out on parole There's uh, Wreck the Malls. Okay, here's going to be a weird poll for you. If you know the name Cletus T. Judd, he has done a Christmas album that features a song called Only 364 More Shopping Days Till Christmas. It's about the rush to get back to Christmas shopping the day after Christmas from that year. And I think it's, I've heard that one. It's, it's an amusing kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Guys, do you have anything else you want to throw in there? Because I think my voice is going to give out.
0: Yeah, I can hear you struggling to, like,
2: go. <laughs> Keep it together. I still have to teach class tomorrow. Matt, did you, did you have anything else you want to throw in? No, I think that's tapped me out for
0: Christmas <laughs> yeah. it was hard to It was hard to come back from your energetic rant.
2: <laughs> yeah, ain't that the God's honest truth alright we want to thank all of y'all for joining us we hope you had a good time listening if there's some Christmas music that you really love that you didn't hear us mention tell us about it hit us up on social media remember the how to get in on the giveaway hit us up there <clears throat> um, or do you think that we are completely off base in how we feel about something we talked about tell us I mean, we'll probably disagree with you, but tell us anyway. We'd love to hear from you. This is Shad here with Matt and Brad. We've been in three corners. You're in the fourth, and Merry Christmas. (laughs)